All right, Luke chapter 1, verse 26. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph, the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in a, unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored, and the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his sayings and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father, David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. <clears throat> now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife. And knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria, and all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee on out of the city of Nazareth into Judah, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house of house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes 
and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Continuing in Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 20. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And they shall be... And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they had made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all that they had heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherd returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Luke chapter 2, verse 25 through verse 38. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Ghost was upon him, and it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought into the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, then took he him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. And Simeon blessed them and said unto Mary his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising again of many in Israel, and for a sign which shall be spoken against. Yea, a sword shall pierce through thy own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. And there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Acer, and was of greatage, and had lived with an husband seven years from her virginity. And she was a widow of about fourscore and four years, which departed not from the temple, but served God with fasting and prayers night and day. And she coming in the instant gave thanks likewise unto the Lord, and spake of him to all them that looked for redemption in Jerusalem." I want to um, draw our attention to that same passage that Joshua was reading out of Luke chapter 2, verse 31 um, and 32. Just very briefly, he says, Which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, 
a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. And um, what a wonderful truth it is that this Jesus that came, that we just read about, this was not just some story. It's not something that man concocted. It's not something that out of the imagination of some kind of writer. No, this is the reality that God himself came. The Lord Jesus Christ came and he came to be a light, a light in a very dark world. And we're so, so blessed today to be on this side of the birth of Christ, to be on the side that we are, to be able to look back and see what the Lord Jesus Christ did for us, to be able to really wrap our minds around the fact and reality that not only did he live, but he died and rose again the third day. And so it's such a wonderful thing. He came as a light in a world that was in darkness. Take your Bible and look over the book of John, if you would. John chapter 1, verses 1 through 5, please. What a great passage this is in John chapter 1. The Bible simply says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. What we find in the passage is that Jesus Christ himself was and is the light. It says, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. It's just for the sake of illustrate. Ooh, i got to get me another one. That just burned out real fast. I think that's how things are working today. I don't know. Let me try it again here. For the sake of illustration, there we go. Let's just uh, suppose that this particular light is Jesus Christ. And I know that that's not very realistic, but at least it's a light and it helps us to see Jesus Christ. Now again, he entered into the world, a very dark world, because we can't dim our lights, because we can't you know, do it quite like that. I can't shut all the lights off yet, okay? Uh, you don't, we don't know what would happen. The children would start running around and who knows what would happen, but... Jesus Christ was a light and he came into a dark world. And so there he is. And the Bible says, unfortunately, and the light shineth in the darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. You know, to comprehend something is to understand something, to really wrap your mind around, to grasp the, the reality of it all. Well, the fact is, is that they did not know who he really was. They could not figure that out. They didn't get it. They couldn't comprehend that he was light even. And uh, so we have Jesus Christ, but he was indeed the light of the world. In John chapter 8, verse 12, then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. And then he says also in John chapter 9, verse 5, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. But unfortunately, we know that although Jesus Christ was in the world and he was the light of the world, even though he stood out amongst those in darkness, the fact was is that mankind really was not very keen on Jesus Christ. They actually, the Bible teaches us, love darkness rather than light. 
you would think that you would love the light. I personally like light. I like it staying light later. Uh, from what I understand, we've already hit our longest day, our shortest day of the year, and we're starting to build back up. They said within about a five-day period, we'll have gained one minute. I was excited about that minute. I like light. I enjoy light. And um, uh, sometimes, you know, I'll tease with my wife or something. She'll be like, say something about lights or something. I'll say, I, uh, men love darkness rather than light. I love the light and all this stuff. And we tease each other and say different things. But the fact is, is that in this particular case, the Bible teaches us that men love darkness in John chapter 3. In John chapter 3, verse 19, it says, And this is the condemnation. Now remember in John chapter 3, verse 16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have what? Everlasting life. We know that Jesus Christ came into a dark world to provide us with the light of life. Everlasting life. But unfortunately, later on in John, just a few verses later, it says, And this is the condemnation, that light has come into the world, Jesus Christ, and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. They wanted nothing to do with the light. They wanted nothing to do with Jesus Christ. And the Bible teaches us in John chapter 1 verse 11 that He came unto His own and His own received Him not. Primarily that's referring to or prophetically to the Jewish people themselves. His people of His nationality, His background. But we know that mankind in general has rejected the Savior and they wanted nothing to do with Jesus Christ as a whole. Jesus would ultimately live a sinless, perfect life. And then He would be crucified on behalf of those who hated Him. Isn't that amazing? I mean, to think about people that spat upon Him, cussed Him, maligned, mistreated Him, ultimately beat him, tore his beard out, whipped him with a cat of nine tails, placed a crown of thorns or shoved it down upon his head, bruising the Savior's face beyond recognition. Men that did those kind of heinous crimes against the Savior that required him to carry a cross up Calvary, even though his back was bloodied, even though his body was beaten, he still died in their place. Isn't that a wonderful truth? That the Lord Jesus Christ was willing to take our place. The love that He shared was confirmed by the blood that He shed. I want you to think about that for a minute. Let it sink in. The love that He shared was confirmed by the blood that He shed. I mean, think about it. He didn't stop short of I love you and that's it. He literally took his place up on Golgotha on that cross, suffering, bleeding, and dying for us who he claimed he loved and proved by that blood. Today, our world is still in darkness, isn't it? It really is. Oh, tonight, you're gathered here and although we may have many lights, uh, Christmas lights and lights along the, the roads and in the cars and in our homes, that's not the light it's referring to, of course. I mean, there would be more light today than ever if that was the case. They didn't even have electricity then. But it's talking about spiritual light. Talking about Christ Himself as the light. 
There's so much darkness today in our world. And tonight we gather in this room much light. But when we compare ourselves to the world in which we live, so little light. Our world is still in darkness. The light of men is in heaven today. And we alone are all that the world has. We're all that the world has. Jesus left us as light in a dark world. That's why it's so important that we shine today. In Matthew 5, 14, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. His desire is that you and I shine bright in these dark days in which we live. That the world may see Him alive and risen as He is. In Matthew 5, 16 again, He says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Tonight, Jesus Christ came as the light. He lit up a world that was in darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. It enclosed, engulfed him. And yet may I say that the light still shines today. The Lord Jesus Christ is still alive and well. And God would have you and I to share the light of the Lord Jesus with others. We must shine as a testimony of God's grace. As a witness of His love and mercy. We must shine by sharing the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. God help us to shine in the world in which we live. And to be a bright light. A bright light in the darkness. Go ahead if you can reach those, sister. I I didn't tell you ahead of time, did I? And then I, I pushed her away from it. See, I got her just about six inches away. Go ahead. Shut them all off. Let's see that light shining. It's darker in here than I thought. Just hold on. Your eyes will adjust in a minute. There's Jesus Christ, the light today. You know what? In this dark room, just that one light alone, although there's a couple little lights shining, the fact is tonight, and you can shut that off up there too. We won't be needing that tonight. But the fact is, is that that shines pretty bright, doesn't it? That one light in the darkness shines so awfully much. Tonight, we have some candles up here. And and we know that our job, our responsibility, is to be a light as well. Jesus Christ is no longer here with us any longer, at least not on earth. He's in us, but He's not in this world, so to speak, except through you and I. The fact is tonight is that we too are to carry the light of the gospel and the Lord Jesus Christ to a world that's lost and dying. And tonight... I want to just do something a little bit different. I know the lights are out. You may not be able to get up and come forward because you're a little concerned about tripping or falling. You may not want to get up. Maybe you have a bunch of little kids and you don't want them to have to follow you up and afraid that you'll lose one of them. I don't know. But tonight, anyone that would like to come up, that's able to come up, I'd like to invite you to come up. Hold on. Starting with the section to my left as I face those doors going out. So the uh, exit over that way, and come and grab a candle and light it. Light it off of Jesus Christ, because when we get saved, we literally meet with Christ, and His light becomes our light. Everyone in that section is welcome to come as well there, the big section there, and then we'll wait for you. There are candles on both sides, so there'll be plenty over here for this side. Just do our best. Again, light a candle, because 
This candle up front represents Jesus Christ. Have you come to him as Savior, as Lord? If you have, then you have Christ in you, which means that you have him in you, the light. And we're not in a big hurry, so don't, don't worry if your candle's not lighting too quickly. Just take your time. We've got a few moments tonight. Let it sink in. The light is Jesus Christ. And when we come to the cross of Christ, when we receive and accept Him as Lord and Savior, we become light. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. And everyone has to come to Jesus Christ the same. Everyone has to come to the cross. Everyone has to come to Jesus. And the moment we come, He lives in us. And now the light is no longer bound in heaven, but it is now in earth and on earth. Well, this place is starting to light up a little bit. The world is in darkness. It will not be lights of electricity that will brighten it. It will only be the light of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. A heavenly light. Jen, can you come up and... Are you able to play in the dark? Can you just do a verse of Silent Night or something? Just play a little bit as folks are coming through, filing through the line. Jesus Christ came on that silent night, we call it. Oh, it would help if we had a little light there. Good. Don't bring the candle over. You might burn her fingers. That wax will drip off there. side of the world is looking a little bit more light than this side. Those lights represent Jesus Christ in the hearts of men and women. We try to do good works. Maybe someone depends on their good deeds and their maybe their giving. Maybe they depend on their this middle row here, right here in front. Yes, please. We depend possibly on our church attendance. But the truth is, is that you don't receive the light by going to church. You don't receive the light by being benevolent or giving, although those are wonderful things. You receive the light, the Lord Jesus Christ, by coming to Him, by accepting Him, by receiving Him into your life.
plenty of candles. We're good tonight. Just lighting that candle. The symbolism of it. Literally coming to a cross. Meeting the Master. And then getting up off our knees, proverbial knees, and walking into a dark world as lights. Greater works will you do, he told the disciples. How's that possible? Simply because, as you can see, there'll be so many more lights. at the world and wonder how we can somehow get God visible to the world. We just need to let Jesus Christ live in and through us. And more than ever, we'll be able to accomplish His purpose and goal, to be glorified. lights over there. Isn't that pretty? All right. Let's go ahead and take this section. Anyone that would like to come and light a light candle. holding up over there. Yeah. You know what? As believers, let's face it, we got to hold up too. Sometimes we melt a little too quick. Sometimes we get ourselves in a mess. God needs us to keep shining no matter what. Keep shining.
It's funny how captivating those lights are. This section, please, and that section will be fine. You can come. It's funny how captivating those lights are, isn't it? Especially in the darkness. They have, you have a tendency to look at them, focus on them from time to time. And that's exactly why Christ wants our light to shine so people will see the light, Him. Can't help but see Him if we're shining. The world's in darkness. Therefore, the light is inescapable. You see it. doesn't quite go with our illustration too well, but that's all right. There we go. Back on track. I hope nobody saw that. Do you know what? In one sense, every once in a while, the light that we are, that light that you hold goes out maybe in someone else's life. And they need someone, another believer, to come along and help light it again. I know Jesus Christ is the light, but sometimes we can encourage people to take a step in the right direction, to once again rekindle their love and their fire and passion for the Lord Jesus Christ. careful we are once the light's shining to make sure that nothing comes along and blows it out. Even on our walk back to our seats, we're careful not to shake it too much or to allow it to be blown out. Well, how we need to be careful with our light and realize how precious it really is. children are going to try to put their hand around it close enough just to keep it from blowing out and end up burning their fingers. <laughs> it's lighting up over there. Um, G 
Christ with the light of the world. He's in heaven. But His light shines through us tonight. We live in a dark world. But our light can make a difference and will if we'll shine. We're quick to feel as though one person cannot make a difference. And yet in this darkness, that one light stands out significantly. lining right up here. so blessed to have the privilege to become part of the family of God, to have such a special, unique encounter with Jesus Christ himself, that we are left as lights. Amazing. Amazing. I think about what Christ did for us in that holy night. And every time I think about that evening, my heart jumps. Start the music, would you please?
a thrill of hope. The weary world rejoices, for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Fall on your knees, oh hear the angel's voices, oh family of God. A great night that was 2,000 years ago. But you know what? It's a great night tonight. Amen. As you look around you, look at all the light that's shining. You don't know something? We need to shine brighter than ever in this day and age in which we live. May God help us to be the light that He desires. To shine bright in a world in darkness. 
Let's close in a word of prayer. Father, we come to you. Thank you again for this evening that we had together as a church family, for the guests and friends that have made their way here tonight. O God of heaven, we thank you for all that you've done for us. Lord, as we have just a few moments tonight, just a few moments before we head back to our families and our friends and time of fellowship with them, we ask, Lord, that you'd speak to our hearts. Tonight in this crowd, there may be someone that's lost without Jesus Christ. If they don't know Him, they need to settle that tonight. They need to call upon Him too, just like many in this room already have. And Father, as believers, maybe we've not been shining as bright as we ought to be. Lord, help us to realize that You're no longer here. The truth is, Lord, is that we are. Father, help us to shine bright. As everyone's head is bowed and every eye is closed, why don't we all just take a moment of silent prayer between us and our Lord and deal with whatever we need to deal with. As you as believers are praying, let me just speak to those that might be lost tonight. If you don't know for sure heaven's your home and you would like to trust Jesus Christ as your Savior, you would like to be a part of His family, you would like to be included in that home going one day and shine as a light for Him, as He shined in this world for you. You simply need to call upon Him as Savior. And in your heart right now, between you and the Lord, you need to say this prayer in your heart and mean it. Simply say this, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. I believe that you died and rose again for me. Right now, I come to you and invite you into my life as my Savior. I ask you to forgive my sin and save my soul. I'm trusting only you. I have nothing to offer but me and my sin. So right now, with all my heart, I ask you to be my Savior. And if you prayed that tonight and meant it from your heart, I want you to know that He heard you. And when the service is over tonight, would you come see me? Would you be willing to do that? 